Hello, my name is Batthew Spookus, <laughs> and my co-host... <laughs> I'm the highway man. <laughs> um, this is our second part for our fall slash fall slash Halloween spooktacular episode. Really? Bat you? <laughs> I was going to just say bat, but then I, I effed it up last second. So. Uh, see, I, I just went with something simple that actually pertain to what we're doing. No, but it's supposed to be spooky. It's October I know, time. I know, I know. Hey, and, the, <laughs> and the Highwayman wasn't. Oh yeah, you were very creepy. That's why I love that episode. Uh, but welcome to episode... You okay there? They, well, don't point out that I'm coughing. That's why I lean away from the mic. <laughs> welcome to episode two of our two-parter of yep. Over the Garden Wall. Yep, our, uh, yep, our special episode. Uh, this time we're starting with episode six and we're ending on the final episode, episode ten. Uh, like like we said, I'm new to the series, but Ben has seen it before and has introduced me to it, which I'm very appreciative of. Uh, I'm actually very happy, because, you know, when it comes to the new shows, some people are like, yeah, some people are just like, ugh, you know, the guy who's introducing it to you, I'm just like... Hey, man, how I feel about with Cora? I'm like, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm, <laughs> you're glad I'm enjoying this? This is Oh, great. I'm very glad you are. Alright, uh, let's see. Uh, we'll start off with episode six, Lullaby in Frogland. Uh-huh, I get you, show. I get you. I don't get it. <laughs> lullaby in Birdland? Is it Birdland? Is that the that's, that's the song. Okay. I thought of a different lullaby thing. I was like, Frogland. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we open on a ferry heading down the river. We see a number of frog people in period clothes and little frogs, little frog kids riding big giant bugs across the bow of the ship. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, and, we, uh, then we see Wirt and Greg. Uh, Wirt says that this is the last day of their adventure. But uh, for some reason, this time Beatrice is very wistful or un- uncharacteristically yeah, wistful. Yep. wistful. Unver- yeah, uncharacteristically <laughs> wistful. And of course, you know, she's like, yeah, it's great. And of course, Wirt's like, um, you okay? She's like, yeah, just thinking. And then we get... Good old Greg. Singing about, about Adelaide again. Yep, the good the old Adelaide, Adelaide Parade. Yep. <laughs> and this time, though, Wirt joins in on the song. He actually sings with them, and it's a very happy little kid scene of the brothers getting along finally. <laughs> yep, indeed. Um, also, just to point out also, mm-hmm. the frog? Yeah. He's as tall as Greg now. Yeah, he's just standing up with the, with the other frogs in the no, area. Because when he's... he's He's, he's been so small, before, he's yeah. been holding him. Now yeah. this time, the frog is as big as Greg. Yeah, he's standing. And this time we learned its name for now is George Washington. <laughs> yep, George Washington. And it's funny because, you know, everyone's like singing about the Adelaide Parade. And of course, Wirt's like, what's with Beatrice? And he's like, uh, why is George Washington naked? Yeah, he shouldn't <laughs> be naked. <laughs> um, and of course... Because um, everyone, every single frog has clothing except yeah. for George Washington. Yeah, it's very bizarre. But also, this is when we uh, finally figure out, despite the ending of the last episode, episode 5, that it was act- they actually don't have any money. So how did they get on the ship? We found out they snuck on. Yep, they, they had to sneak onto the, sneak onto the <laughs> ship. And we also get this weird little banter where... Uh, where it's like, you don't even know if that frog's a guy or a girl. Oh, yeah. And Greg's just like... 
He covers up, covers up George's ears and says, yeah. you don't listen to that. You're a manly frog. Yeah. You need to get some socks. Yeah, it's hilarious. And that's yeah, when we see, get uh, the, the two police. Frog, yeah, the two frog cops looking around the corner. Like, no, but none of the frogs are talking. They're also like ripping like normal yeah, frogs. It, 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 none of the frogs ever talk. They just like... Burr, burr, burr. Yep, they uh, start running around and get chased. They're all like, oh, they, they didn't say, like, we don't know if it's because they snuck out or because George Washington's naked. Yeah, but they like, start getting oh, chased. Oh, it's because George Washington's naked. And he's like, no, it's because we snuck on and because <laughs> You threw our money off into the fountain. Yep. And they start running around and they uh, are chased up and down the things and they finally, all of them hide inside of a storage closet. Yeah, it's funny because like as they're getting chased around, you know, yeah. a bunch of tadpoles falls out of a woman's like, yeah. and one of them gets stepped on. Like twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like twice. The first time they and slip like, on it, yeah. They, they go past like the captain and they're like, like Greg just like salutes. Yeah, Greg stops, goes. salutes, keeps running and then the cop and the pl- frogs yeah, the cop come ones up, are stop, salute, and they keep running. <laughs> that was a very cute scene. And they uh, immediately yeah, into a storage they, thing, and then they pop out as another member of the band. Yeah, uh, the, like they're literally, um, Wirt and the frog are two manning it yeah, because they're, they're like the really tall the shoulders, person. Yeah, <laughs> and Greg just walks out with a drum on his head. Yep, he says, "I'm a drum." <laughs> like drum me, drum my face. <laughs> and of course, they're like, "Yep, just keep walking, keep walking." Yep, they continue on, and they finally did they get pushed into the band. Uh, yeah, pretty much. They get, yeah, they yeah, got yeah. pushed into the performance, and they. It doesn't really go. They're, they're yeah, they're very hesitant on yeah. uh, playing. It just, well, yeah, it, the clarinet it, it, it doesn't, doesn't get like, hit yet. Uh, not yet because they're, they're all about to you know blend in with it, and the, it doesn't go well because you know Ward's supposed to drum the face and all that he's stuff. Like, and, ow! Every time he gets hit, he's like ow, ow, ow! Every time he gets hit in the face, right? And then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, like some shenanigans happen where like someone like flings their like I think Ward like flings his hand, hits the bassoonist, yep, and the bassoonist drops the his yep, well, <laughs> gets knocked into the crowd and so more shenanigans happen and he falls off the edge. Yep, and the bassoon's left on the ground. Greg says that Wart should play the bassoon since we found out last episode that he can play the clarinet. Yep. He says they're completely different which means that's not how it works at all. That'd be a terrible idea. And, and, then, <laughs> and then of course as that's, as that's all happening even Beatrice is like, come on. Oh no, that, it's because, oh, no. Uh, it's because like, they, uh, Greg posits you play the clarinet he says, I can't do that I don't really know the clarinet and if we if I play it I will definitely get caught then Beatrice perks up saying, oh, yeah, do, do play it. Play the, play the bassoon. It's the same thing. You can do it. Yeah, 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 play it because who knows? Maybe we can get kicked off. Yeah, she, or she doesn't say that, but she's like, that, that oh, no, obvious, she, but, there's, yeah. a, there's a part where she actually blatantly says, maybe it's better just to get, turn yourself in. Yeah, she's, yeah, while they're getting chased, she really wants um, to just get oh, out of Oh, right. That's where it was. Um, but they finally, he starts playing and everything's turning out great. And we get a, it, as the band's playing, a new development happens. Yep, finally the George pre- Washington. The president, George, <laughs> George Washington. The president, George Washington. Finally begins to sing. Yep, sings. And, of course, sung once again by uh, over-the-garden wall veteran, Jack Jones. Yep, and uh, is he singing, this one he starts singing the titular song? It's a very informative song if you listen to the I'm saying this one starts singing the titular song, uh, Over the Garden Wall? Yep, he starts yep. singing the song, Over the Garden Wall. Uh, while they're, while he's playing successfully and everything's going well, we see Beatrice is still very down-looking because of their, everything's mm-hmm. going so well. Right, and like uh, just on a side note, if you listen to the words of this song, mm-hmm. very informative. Yeah. But anyway, and even they're they're singing like they're singing. There's playing um the the whole coat that gets knocked off of gets them. knocked off, and they stop, 
and the, the cops, cops are, are like, like hey. and then everyone's like, shh, let yeah, them play. Yeah. And yeah, the, the frogs all tell the cops to continue to let them do their thing, and they keep playing, and everyone loves, everyone loves it. They play the Gordon Wall song, and everyone's just like, mm-hmm. it's it is great. beautiful. It's it's a beautiful they song. Pl- it's a beautiful scene. Yeah, and they then, play it until the boat finally reaches its destination, which is a weird giant like muddy like mud, mud swamp. Yeah, and all the frogs just go in and they start hibernating. Yeah, in they the start mud. going underneath the mud and hibernating. It's very funny and like. Uh, but, but while they are getting ready to go, Beatrice continues to procrastinate them meeting Adelaide over this, and over and over. This again. excuse this time is um, they, they they're <laughs> close, but it's night, so yeah, we don't spend want to the bother. night. Let's just, let's chill out. And everybody was like, "Okay, fine." Wirt uh, during the night when they're camping, Wirt is telling Beatrice about um, how, how you tried to ask how, how you went to talk to this girl named Sarah, and, uh, who you really really liked. Yeah, and but then, then uh, she got whisked Jason away by. Fra- Thunderburger. Thunderburger. Okay, yeah. yeah. Thunderburger. Yep. It's like he's, a weird name. Uh, yeah, it's a very classical. Like, and of course, name. oh, and of course, Greg was there. So did you say Greg was there? Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, and Greg was there. So he, uh, yeah, yep. he, he kind of cramped my style, kind of thing. And so, yeah. And the, but at this point, while he's telling that story, Beatrice starts to do her best to convince Wirt not to go to Adelaide oh. and to stay here instead. Right. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and as all this is happening, Greg looks over at the president and sees that he's getting a record contract signed. Yep. He's just like, <laughs> everything's going. You great. did good. Mr. President, <laughs> you, you did, did good. good. Uh, during the night when they all decide to go in for the night, does, is work kind of contemplating staying? Um, he, he kind of does, and then uh, Beatrice like quickly is like, great, we don't have to go to Adelaide, and I... Yeah, I just fall right back to sleep. He's just like, wait, what? I t- okay. Yeah, and uh, over the night while everyone's sleeping, we see Beatrice wake up and flees into the night alone. Um, However... Literally immediately as she yep. flies away, work wakes, wakes up, up and is up like, and "Wait, hey, we Beatrice. gotta follow her." Yeah, we gotta follow. And then it's funny because Greg is about to go, turns and sees uh and sees the the president getting socks on his feet, yeah, yeah, and he just <sighs> turns away sadly and walks away. And <laughs> then we the get to this. Ain't that just the way? <laughs> um, uh, we see a uh, weird, crazy rope-covered house, like a rope inside of the house, and there's like a weird hovel next to a tree. It's a very ornate-looking house. It's very cool-looking. We see an old woman seeming like doing cat's cradle, mm-hmm. <laughs> with a, with some yarn. Oh, do you know who voices this lady? Oh, we have talked yet, but uh, who voices her? John Cleese. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, it's tell, John yeah. Again. doing his like classic Monty Python. Yeah, I, I, didn't say, I didn't say who it was yet, but oh, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, and then of course when Beatrice falls down the chimney, the chimney shoots and like dust everywhere, and she um, says, "It's Adelaide. We need to talk." Right. Yeah, this is Adelaide. This old lady who's knitting. Also, if you old not knitting, she's messing around with rope. There's ropes all over. She's wearing a rope blanket, and she has a cat's cradling. This, if you remember the first episode, we talked about the images in the intro. She's the lady in bed. She's the one who was, like, yeah, knitting something in a bed. Um, very important, though, the note. Immediately, Beatrice comes in, and she goes, Close the flue! The air is going to chill me! Yeah, yeah, like, Jen, we do that outside air. It's awful. Um, Nighttime air. Um, so, yeah. appar- so, apparently, Adelaide and Beatrice made a deal with each other. Yep, she says that she cannot go through with the deal. She cannot give her the boys. But what was the deal? It- well, Adelaide gets out of the bed and starts saying, "Oh, I need them. I need it. I'm so lonely here, and they need a child servant." And she's like, "Wait, I thought they were gonna like live with you. Like, yeah, they're gonna live with me, and they're gonna do all my chores." And, da, 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 da. and it's very bizarre. But, but, but in, exchange, in return, in exchange, she will give Adelaide some weird bird scissors. Yeah, weird ornate golden bird scissors. Yep, that will uh, eventually, or that'll be used to clip the wings of the family to return them to being humans, which is what she wanted the entire time. Yep, 
And of course, you know, uh, Beatrice is all like, okay, you want a child servant, uh, yep. servant right? <laughs> Clip my wings and, and I'll, I'll be your, be your servant. servant. Yep. And immediately as all that's, of this is happening. Yep, that's when the boys enter and they're like, what's going on? Adelaide <laughs> just pulls some strings and catches them in a bunch of ropes yep. in a very hilarious way. <laughs> and of course, you know, Wirt's like, I thought we were friends. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then Adelaide talks about some really creepy stuff because she wants to fill their heads with, with wool. Cotton. Yeah, with wool. wool. Yeah, very And uh, make them they'll mindless do servants. Yeah, they'll do whatever she says when she fills their heads with wool. I'm like, what the heck? This Ugh. is crazy. <laughs> But then, like, yeah, Wirt uh, feels betrayed by Beatrice. It's like, Beatrice, how could you? Adelaide then says that she works for the Beast. Pretty much, yeah. Revealed. She specifically says the Beast, yeah. Well, yeah, the Beast of Eternal Darkness. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Beast. Yeah, yeah. And then, of um, course, Beatrice opens up a window at this yeah, point. Yeah, and the night air. Oh, the one, we forgot when the boys pop up and they open the oh, door. Yeah. She says, close the, the night door. wind, the night air. Beatrice finally opens the window uh, let's all of the night air in, and it actually melts Adelaide. Well, not mel- melt her; it like disintegrates her because she turns to dust. Yeah, but first she's like her; she's like visibly like melting. Yeah, and, like, like, being like, weird. like I don't know, she, maybe she was wearing a mask or something. But yeah, she starts melting and then literally turning to dust. The dust. Like, and she's like, weird. oh, I guess there really was a night air that would kill her. <laughs> it was just weird. And when she and and when she uh, looks over, when Beatrice looks over to see the boys who are still captured, they have escaped, uh, cutting themselves free from the ropes, and the with, scissors are gone too. Well, dang it, dude. We don't know that yet. Yeah, we do. No, no, we don't. We know that the, what's her name, melted, and the boys escapes. <laughs> ah, whatever. Who knows? I ignore that fact. <laughs> the uh, the boys escape, and they leave Beatrice behind. As they are running, we see that the frog's name is now yeah, we Benjamin, see Benjamin Franklin. Franklin up here. <laughs> yep. He hops up, and they go off into the woods without Beatrice. Yep, and and that's literally how it ends. Yeah, just I, in the mist. Yeah. In that the was woods. a very trippy middle part for me because, like, yeah, like all this whole time they're going to Adelaide. That's all mission that they're going on, and then the whole re- revelation that uh, what's her name, Beatrice, was tricking them the whole time. Technically, mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, it was so well, good. Well, I mean, it. I, I was like you when I first first watched this. I was like, why? Well, I was like, okay, you know, she want they want to get she wants to get to Adelaide. You know, yeah. she she just doesn't want to be a part of them and stuff like that. So she, that's why she's rushing them and stuff. Yeah. Then it finds then of course you know after Wirt and she kind of make get like development going on. Yeah. It's yeah, like, like oh my goodness, no, I don't want this to happen. And then you find out I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, now it's it very, falls very good. place. <laughs> oh, and then that name drop. I work for the beast. Yeah, just and like crazy. Like mm, oh boy, that's crazy. Uh, speaking that was a really, really good episode. Speaking of, oh yeah, I was gonna say any other oh, like. Uh, well, I like the whole revelation. The frog thing was cute because like I have a long way to think. A lot of campaigns where I play with frog people. So yeah, that was fun. Right, that is that is um, very true. But yeah, like the whole aesthetic of the episode, the whole like uh, old. It reminded me of. Uh, I know you didn't play Red Dead Two yet, right? Not yet, but um. It, like the ferry and everything like that, yeah. kind of reminded me of like the Louisiana Bayou, like those yeah. big like party. Uh, oh yeah, I was saying because like, there's a long. So, well, you are in um, uh, Rockstar GTA World, like uh, off named Louisiana in that game. You there's a huge mission where you go out on the ferry exactly like that with the express purpose of robbing it, but it looks exactly it's like aesthetically looks yeah. very similar. Uh. It's really really cool. But that reminded me of that. I just love that whole study aesthetic and like the Mark Twain stuff from the Bayou mm-hmm. boats and all oh, that. Oh yeah, they're always really stuff. cool and interesting. But uh, yeah, we're going to the next episode. Next episode, episode seven, the ringing of the bell. Yeah, and I will say now that this was my second uh, of, of the, the top top two episodes. Yeah. Between the school one and this one, this one is my other top favorite episode. Nice, I nice. I love this one. It's so good. Well, we start off on a rainy day where 
Beatrice is still in Adelaide's house. Yeah. And, you know, she's just looking out, like, all sad and stuff. Then we instantly cut to Wirt and Greg. And Greg is asking Wirt a lot of questions. Yeah. And, of course, you know, Wirt's just like, meh, whatever. Oh, well, while uh, Beatrice is at her house, she's still looking around for something. Yeah, she is looking around for something. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway... Um, she, uh, you know, as that's all happening, you know, Wirt is, uh... Refusing to wait for Beatrice. Yeah, refusing. And, of course, you know, it's just like, I can figure it out. We don't need Beatrice. Yep. So, um, you know, he's like, I got a plan, you know, I can do all this. Greg's like, what's the plan? And Wirt kind of blows up on him. He's just like, look, I have a plan. You don't want to trust me? Go find Beatrice. Whatever. Do whatever you want. You have that power. And Greg's like... That's a lot of power. <laughs> and all of a sudden, immediately when he notices that that's a lot of power, a tree falls yep. in front of them. Yeah, And he's like, did I accidentally knock that over with my, <laughs> my powers? powers. <laughs> and what is about this tree? Oh, well, it is a large tree that was cut down in front of them, and it revealed to see the woodsman has returned. Uh, wait, the woodsman? Don't you mean the beast? Oh, yeah, surely he is the beast. <laughs> but as he grabs him, he says, Don't you see what you're doing? You've riled the beast, and he's after you, boys, and he knows where you are. And it's just like, he's they, they he, freak out again. He also ma- mentioned something very odd, where he's like, Don't ever, like, you, you have to keep a strong heart and strong spirit and stuff. Yeah, don't believe uh, him. Because if you do, if you start giving up, if you start losing hope, that's when he's going to snatch you. Yeah, you got to stay vigilant, he says. Yeah, stay vigilant. And then... Wirt does the old kickaroo. Yeah, and, he freaks uh, out again, kicks the lantern again. <laughs> and then runs. And, of course, uh, the woodsman's like, beware of the beast. Yeah. And instantly, after he's yelling at the boys to beware of the beast, you just hear, woodsman. Yep. And behind the tree, you just see, like, the beast is, is the standing behind Hitler, the tree. The dark figure again. And he's just like, we need to, to talk. talk. it's like, ooh, spooky. Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, Wirt and Greg escape through the top of the tree, uh, through the, like, the brush part of the tree around the, around the log. Yeah, and Greg's like, dude, you did an amazing job. And Wirt's like, see, I got this. Now we need to get out of this rain. And Greg's like, hopefully we don't go to that dilapidated old house. And Wirt goes, hey, let's go to that dilapidated old house. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Like, what? That's, uh, ain't that just the way? <laughs> <laughs> ain't that just the way? It's, it's a really funny scene. Uh, Wirt, uh, they find the old shack. But inside the shack, they see uh, barrels and barrels of the black turtles. Yep, they see a lot of black turtles. And there's some candles lit, but they don't see anyone Yeah, other than that, it's like a pretty normal house. Uh, that is when they find a woman... Who asks, Auntie Whisper, are you home early? She peeks around the corner and opens it like, oh, uh, hey, what are oh, you doing person. here? Oh, person. And she's kind of dressed like um the, the typical I'm pilgrim saying, yeah, slash pilgrim. Puritan yeah, kind of look. Yeah, school Puritan looking. And um, she asks what they're doing in her house. And, of course, Greg says, we're here. We're burglars. <laughs> we're in a robber place. <laughs> Greg is like, we're here to burgle your turts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Well, and of uh, course, Wirt keeps trying to like cover him up and stop him from talking. <laughs> yeah. And then immediately she's like, look, I don't care. I believe you. Just hide. She's on her way here. Mm-hmm. And that's when we see this giant wo- woman? Well, I'll oh, just well, say they, they hide in the barrel of turtles. Yeah, oh, yeah, they hide in the barrel of turtles. Whisper's on her way. Yeah, and then we see this giant, like, woman-looking blob thing walk yeah. in with giant yellow eyes, like, yep. freakishly huge, wearing the same garb as uh, the lady. And vo- and the voice of this one oh, is yeah. good old Tim, Tim Curry. Tim frickin' Curry from Muppets on Treasure Island. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, you know, I thought you were going to say it was from the worst Halloween when he was the Grand Wizard. Oh, okay. <laughs> God, of course. Yeah. 
<laughs> See, you want to go obscure. I want to you Tim oh. Curry from a billion, th- from, uh, from, God, literally what almost was the game? everything. What was the game where he played from the Russian, he played the Russian, the game, the game. uh, Command and Conquer. Yes. Oh, that's right. He was the Russian in there. <laughs> We're going to space. <laughs> yeah, he's great in that movie. But that either movie. way, Tim oh, Curry yeah. is a huge name. And if you don't know, either ask a friend or look him up. There's, he's there's at least one thing you know him from. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, and this is Auntie Whisper. Yep. And in a very raspy voice, she's like, ah, has anyone come into the house? And the girl, who's actually known as Lorna, we find yeah, out. Yeah, Lorna. Is like, no, uh, no, uh, no, Auntie, no one has. So no one's going to get devoured. Yeah. No, Auntie, no. And then, of course, she starts getting, uh, Auntie Whispers gets mad because she's, she's like, like, I, I can, can smell, smell them. Line. Yeah. Can Tell smell me where you hid them. Holds up a bell and rings it and goes... Uh, a a girl-shaped bell. Those yeah, a gross-looking girl. A girl, bear. girl. Oh, girl. Like a girl. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's a girl-shaped... I thought you said gross. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but a girl-shaped bear, bell and she rings it and goes, The ringing of the bell come oh, Before that, uh, she says, I can smell them. I can smell two little boys or whatever. And then we find out now, Wirt is high school aged. Yep, because he's like, he's like, I'm not a little boy, I'm in high school. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow. He, I, like, that hey, was a revelation for me. Yeah, I was like, wow, he's that old? I thought he was a kid too. I right? Tell. I mean, really it's, it's, Elijah, it's Elijah Wood's voice, so yeah, he, well, could, he could sound could like a kid. any age. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, of course, <coughs> then, yeah, when we find that little yep. information out. Then Auntie whispers like the ringing of the bell commands, commands you. you, and all of a sudden Lorna's eyes start glowing, and she just instantly is like, "Check the barrel over there." Yep. And Auntie whispers goes towards the turtle barrel and goes, "She says this is the house of doom. Yeah, the, the, How dare you enter this place?" And she reaches in and she pulls out a little black turtle. She says, "Oh, like, oh Lorna. it's it's just the turtle smelling," back, and literally puts one in her mouth and sucks it dry. Yeah. Like so, there has also been. She's like, yeah, her giant weird nose and her like, she's like black, like teeth that are like this, like weird, like like, long thin black monster when it like opens its mouth and like has that stringy black, yeah, weird stringy black teeth that are very creepy looking. Right, this thing, this woman looks. Yeah, but Um, she uh, eats the turtle and says, "Oh Lord, you're so silly." And she goes up to this bed like, "I'm going to bed, and you clean this place until it sparkles." The bell commands you, and she rings the bell again. And she says, oh, Lorna, you know I do this to keep the evil spirits from driving you to wickedness. And she goes up to the uh, thing. So creepy. Typical Puritan. Am I, right? <laughs> I was say, it's so creepy and so interesting. I loved every aspect of this episode. The but, yeah. moment we hear, like, some snoring or whatever that sound yeah. was coming from upstairs, she, uh, Lorna goes, come out, my little turtles. It's safe. It, yeah. I thought that was adorable, actually. Uh, I yeah, was like, yeah, aw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, aw. And then, uh, of course, you know, Wurt's like, dude. She's not right. Oh, also, we keep seeing a uh, minor thing. Lorna keeps coughing repeatedly. Oh, uh, yes, yes. They finally ask her about that, and she says it's yep. because of her sickness. Yep, she because she got down with the sickness. Oh, um, <laughs> yes, I had to do that. And that's why Auntie um, Whisper's so hard on her. Yeah, time. it's always so hard because, yeah, yes, she's hard on her because she's sick. And Wirt's like, dude, that's not right. We need to get you to a doctor. And she's like, I'm not allowed to leave. I have to clean everything or else the spirits will get me. And Wirt's like... Um, you know, I can help you clean, and then we can run away with each other, right? Mm. And they kind of get, like, all blushy face and, like, oh, I did so I also good. love the way they keep phrasing it, like, oh, the outsiders will lead her to wicked to become wicked again. It's like, it feels, like, so coolly Puritan. I right, love this. I yeah, love this it's so like the much. outsiders. And, uh, and then, of course, she's like, okay, yeah, sure, we'll do And then enter this weird, like, very short love song Yeah, yeah, thing? very cute song between the two of them. Uh, also, is, uh-huh. that, at this point, we find out that, um... 
Lorna, the auntie whispers, is not Lorna's actual aunt. Oh, yes, correct. Yep. It's a um, very quick hint dropped that she's not her real aunt. And we find out the uh, the frog's name is Dr. Hugh Cucumber. Dr. Cucumber, <laughs> yep. And of course, um, and of course, you know, it's like, Dr. Cucumber, come back. The, um, the frog goes up the stairs and Greg chases said frog. Yep. And then ensues it come enter auntie whispers i would say before that yeah the love song continues a lot of furtive looks in between um lorna and Wirt continues during their whole song thing and there's like oh i love you love you and it's like love you yeah. you stuff <laughs> uh, and then of course you know um greg goes upstairs unknown to them and you're like hey everything looks clean and stuff so how about we Ah, yep. Auntie Greg Whispers like, down. who are you? Why are you here? You're going to make the wickedness, lead her to wickedness. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. They're like, oh, you boys better get out or you'll be eaten. And then, like, and then they all, like, they all hide in, like, a different room. The, the same room that Lorna came out of at the very beginning of this Oh, no, bef- yeah, before that, though, she says, oh, if you guys don't leave her, you'll be devoured. She's like, oh, the, uh, Lorna, get them out of here. The ring of the bell? Oh, where's the bell? She, uh, the, oh, yeah, uh, where's the bell? Did I put it on the... Then I put it on the nightstand. Yep, she doesn't so, know where the bell is. Yeah, and then they hide, and she's like, "No, don't, don't do it. She'll devour you." you. And yep. all of a sudden, they're like, "What?" And then Lorna like shapes into this like weird demonic. It's a really, thing. really creepy, like like spiky like, mouth. Big, yeah, creature. big old like they're not even sharp teeth. They're no, just they're like long really and thin. thin. Yeah, they're long and thin and hollow, like very hollowed very... eyes with like two dots. Yeah, just like floating, like, really bizarre and creepily, like um. Uh, it's very, very bizarre looking. It's very, very creepy. She, they, uh, like they say, "Oh my God, what are you gonna do?" And then is this when uh, he just gra- uh, Wirt grabs Greg and just jumps out of yeah, a window? because <laughs> yeah, uh, Wirt's like, "I got." Uh, Greg's like, "I got a plan," and Greg's like, I, "And Wirt's like, uh, sorry, blah 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 blah." Greg's like, "I got a plan," and Wirt's like, "I got a better idea." Grabs yeah. Greg and just jumps out the window, and Greg and Greg's like, "Yeah, that was a good plan." They run to a river where the oh, ghost yeah. thing is, and then Greg <laughs> goes, "Okay, my plan's time. It's time for my plan." Picks up Doctor Cucumber. Oh, I was gonna say uh, before that, um, it's a very funny little minor scene when the first monster first pops up. Greg uh, very hilariously points out the eyes, like, "Oh, like, oh, this whole time we thought that the old lady was going oh. to eat." Like, like, just <laughs> point right. out the whole the obvious bait and switch. Oh, and so like, oh, oh, we thought we that thought the old was lady was going to devour us, but it's actually her who's stopping her. It was such a funny, weird little like, great. Funny, it, like it, a lampshading of like obviously like you guys, everyone thought that <laughs> Dude, it, it was it, really it, funny. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, they run to the lake, and uh, then of course Greg's like, "Yeah, Greg's like, my turn for my plan." Picks up his frog and starts shaking him as the frog glows, and he goes, "The ringing of the bell commands you," <laughs> and the spirit stops because yep. apparently Doctor Cucumber swallowed the bell. But, yep, and I was gonna say also like, well, while she's floating behind him, like the, she's like, "Oh, my little turtles, I'm sorry." He's like, she's using the same like yeah, she, cute thing from earlier to be like a really creepy term for her just being like a weird monster. Yeah, but it's it, really but really cool. Still apologizing for what yeah, she's doing. Yeah, yeah, it's very and weird. Then, so. Gre- I forget what the hold on Where, do I have it in my notes Greg uh, asks like when he shakes the bell the command you he wants him I think she's like he has to be turned into something like a, oh yeah a, yeah turn turn uh turn uh, Dr. Cucumber into a a, a tiger and it, <laughs> it works like no 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 um the ringing of the bell commands you um don't uh, don't hurt us and stop and uh, also leave her and never return yep and, and apparently that works. Yep, it works perfectly fine, and the thing flies off. is very, very oh, weird and like and like sudden. spooky, like spirit, like and like yep. it just, 
Uh, Auntie Whisper and Lorna thank them for getting rid of the spirits. But Auntie Whispers is sad because now Lorna doesn't Lorna doesn't need any healing or anything, so doesn't need Auntie Whispers anymore. Yep. Which of course Lorna's like, dude, we're we're even though we're not family, we are family, and I'm yeah. not ever gonna leave you. Yeah, she decides to stay and help her, which is a very weird thing. But then as they're leaving. Auntie Whispers warns them, oh yeah, beware my sister Adelaide of the pasture, she's not to be trusted, uh, da, da, da. <laughs> it's very funny, and then Wart has a look on his face like, ugh. <laughs> oh, like, ugh, we know. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, I wanted to get to it, yeah, but like, yeah, it feels like a weird, really like a D&D campaign thing, where like, if you came from the other direction, you would have found out the information, as opposed to getting tricked and having a horrible situation happen, like, it was really, really funny. I love that whole angle of like, yeah. The information they needed would have been right there, but they went the wrong way. It's, it's so cool. I love that. Right, right. Um, uh, the boys and, then continue their journey into the woods. Yeah. And then uh, Greg's like, hey, you did it twice. You saved the day twice. And Wirt is just like in a, in a state where nothing matters. And of course, Greg's like, you know, he's like, we're never going to get home, are we? We're not going to mm-hmm. do this. And Greg's like, but you got a plan, remember? And Wirt reveals he never had a plan. I don't know, a plan we're talking about? Yeah, it's Well, no, 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 it wasn't even that. He was just, I lied. Yeah, I, I don't know a plan. Yep, and then, uh, of course, Wirt laments, and from the distance, you yep. see the beast who's all happy because he's like, soon your hope will disappear, and you, ah, I will I will have, I'll have you for my own. Turns to the woodsman and is like, you're, you better be ha- you better be grateful that that boy bested you. Yeah, and of course you know he's like, oh, do you even care that your do- that I'm trying to keep your daughter alive? Do you yep. even care? And the woodsman's like, dude, you can't just keep using children's souls as if they're like tokens and stuff like that. <laughs> and of course, um, he he's also like, there's got to be another way. And the beast is like, no. It's pretty much he's like it's my way or the highway yeah, kind of thing the because there's no there. other way. Um, there's only there's only the forest. There's there's only this forest and there's only surrender. Yeah, I'm like then, while he says that, it cuts back to like we see Wirt and Greg walking as like he says that line over the yeah, and Wirt's like super sad as yeah. they're walking. But uh, and that's the end of the episode. But yeah, I love I just love this... that line where he's like, "There is only me. There is only my way. There is only this forest, and there is only surrender." I'm like, "Dude, yeah, it's very very dark and creepy." And... Uh, yeah, I it's just like the whole aesthetic. Like, I what was that movie? Um, the the witch with the two V's, the witch or whatever it was called. That movie came out, like the Puritan movie. Uh, I haven't seen that one yet. It was, it, it's, it's called it's, it, yeah. It's it, called it, the witch, but it's spelled with like two V's. Yeah, it was like, like the classic, two V's old school W. Yeah, old school W. It was really, really good and creepy because it was like that weird, creepy Puritan time of like weird, crazy, overly religious maniac people who were just like burning people for no reason. And I love the term. They kept saying wickedness, you know, it's going to turn to wickedness. And it was very, felt very cool. And like, I love the aesthetic of the whole episode. This is why it's my second favorite. Well, yeah, I'd probably say second favorite compared to the animal one. But like, it's so good and so cool and so interesting. I love the aesthetic. The story was really fun. And like just like yeah, like I said, the little one-off encounters. It was a really, really good one. It was really, really fun. I loved uh, it. I'm glad. And of course, you know, I was happy because here's a bit a, a sad bit of trivia. Actually, mm-hmm. you can tell with Auntie Whispers, this was after Tim Curry's unfortunate accident. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you could definitely tell. But I'm. I, it made me happy. It, I, I didn't think about that because I. 
Um, I, 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 you know, I found out that it was Tim Curry, and I found out, you know, what year this was, and I found out what had happened. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. I was just happy that he got back into it. Yeah, I'm glad he just was a great role. This is a creepy, yeah. cool ass character. I loved it. I loved Auntie Whisper so much because she looked so weird and bizarre, but they mm-hmm. never addressed what the heck her deal is. Right. Yeah. It's very, very cool. I love, I, I love the character. I love Tim Curry. So it was a really fun mm-hmm. time. It was beautiful. Yep. Uh, now let's go to episode eight, Babes in the Woods. This is a very bizarre episode. <laughs> it, 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 it really is. It's a, uh, for lack of better terms, it's a trip. Yeah, we open on Be- uh, Beatrice. I, after writing Beatrice for so long, I started referring to her as Bay in my, uh, <laughs> in my well, notes. You know, well, I, I, I call her B. Yeah. B-E-A. Yeah, same. You, call, you Bay. Yeah, Bay. Anyway. Bay. Bay. <laughs> this is my Bay. Oh, Bay. Bay. <laughs> no, I like, I, I keep referring to her because Beatrice is so difficult to damn text on um, this thing. Seriously, but, I agree. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, she. we see her flying sadly in a fog. Uh, just through the woods. If we didn't, then she kind of fades out. And then we see the fish fishing from the boat, from the images in the what? intro. We see the fish just in a boat, and we hear Greg. Uh, is it Greg? We see Greg singing or Greg no, making noise. Greg, Greg making hears noise. singing. I uh, know. Oh, it's uh, we hear. We see the fish, and then we, he hears Greg, Wirt, and uh, the frog in a boat making noise. And he looks like kind of upset at them. Like, oh, come on, you guys. Uh, we see the boys, and it's, yeah, Greg, oh, he's like, home, home, he's like calling out for home. Like oh, yeah, he's calling it. for home, literally. Yep. The boys are sailing on the foggy log, on the foggy lake, and what were they, uh, he's using a, like a, some kind of instrument, like a guitar as a, uh, orb, but what's yeah, the actual thing orb. they're in? I can't tell. Um, they're, they're, they're in a boat. It's not a boat, it's like a weird, it looks like, it looks like a turned over outhouse, a turned over outhouse or something like that. It, well, it, they, they, like, hollowed it out, so it kind of is like a raft, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, kind of It looks like, it looks weird, but we also find out the frog's name is Skipper. <laughs> yep, frog is Skipper, um, and also when, uh. When, uh, as Wirt's lamenting about how nothing really matters and stuff, yep. kind of gets mad because Greg is being silly and, yep. you know, is playing with his weird trumpet thing. Yep. That's we, when... We hear the singing in the distance. Yep, we hear, um, if you're interested, we hear the song called The Jolly Woodsman. Nice. <laughs> but now we already know who's singing it because yeah, of... Yeah, but the voice, you can yep. tell. We, uh, Wirt is also way too sad to care. He's just really depressed at this point. He doesn't care about the noise, he doesn't care about the singing. Uh, he starts doing this poetry again to himself as he did in the beginning of the series. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, he says uh, it's probably the beast singing into the distance. He's probably trying to get us. He, he that's cool. He figures out it's the beast. That's really fun. Right? Yeah. He's like it's really probably weird. It's not fun. <laughs> uh, Wirt is too sad to go on and doesn't think they'll ever get home. But Greg keeps believing like, come on, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. And we finally find learn the reason why they are lost. Greg says. Or uh, Mer- uh, Wirt says, Greg is acting silly like he always does. And this is your fault that we got in this situation in the first place. So I shouldn't so be doing this. You yeah, should. It's, Greg, it's your job to get us out of this. Uh, and then they finally pull off onto land. And Greg goes on to... Or the, Greg and Wirt go under a tree to rest. Yes. It's very weird, right? Yeah, the boys sleep under a tree. And Greg wishes for a dream on how he should be could be a better leader. Because he's really happy that his brother put him in position, even though his brother's doing it out of anger. And thus, we enter the trip. Because (laughs) weird, baby-headed, winged I'm going to say, first we see, like, five stars glowing in the sky. And And we hear some weird singing. Yeah, some weird angelic singing, and then they fuse it to one big beam of light that shoots down on the boys. And then five, like, a bunch of baby heads. Baby heads with wings are just like, hey, hey, Greg, listen, listen. (laughs) And then then Greg gets led... To a donkey pulling a bed on wheels. Yeah, it's very okay. Weird. Get, hey, hey, hey. Oh, it's a race car bed, FYI. <laughs> hey, and, and just so you guys know who are listening in, you, 
to quote Back to the Future, when this baby hits 88 miles an hour, <laughs> you're going to hear some really serious crap. Yeah. It's, and it's, right it's now, similar. we're about at 80 out of eighty out of that 88 miles an hour. Yep, I wrote he finally, uh, they uh, rides a donkey pulling a race car bed yep, into the race skies, car bed going up finds a goofy cartoon-looking town called, called Cloud City. Yep. And, dude... We're not kidding. Like, there's everything here. There's talking animals. There's yep. more baby angels. There's walking food. Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of everything. bizarre things. And yeah. Uh, also, like, there's that thing called the reception committee, which is the three identical triplets start start singing a song about greeting him to this cloud city. And uh, one weird thing that keeps happening, we keep cutting to this weird pinhole POV that's like a, like a dark circle around the whole screen into a very like small mm-hmm. visual area. I think and maybe it's supposed to be Greg's POV. Probably. I'm not sure because he's coming, cutting in and out of that weird, uh, that weird uh, pinhole-looking thing. Right, uh, right. But as the committee keeps singing, we see several other committees that keep singing their sections of the song, greeting them into Cloud City. It's which, very, very funny. Wait, which, which, by the way, am I the only one that thinks that this is like the Wizard of Oz and Munchkin Land? <laughs> I was thinking because it's like, like yeah. it's like the first one was like the Lollipop Guild. Yeah, was like, I was thinking like <laughs> like um what the, what is it called uh, like Cuphead looking style animation. Well, yeah, yeah that, that animation. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I just mean like the whole like we're the represent we represent the committee. Yeah, we're and the committee. We're the other committee, and we're a random three animals. Yeah, we're, we're the third committee. We're the hippo, it's like giraffe and uh, something monkey else. monkey committee, and it's just like what the hell's happening? Yeah, it, it's like why do I feel like this is Munchkin Land? <laughs> it's very weird and funny. But then he says, uh, Greg says, are there any other committees? And it cuts to a very creepy bulldog with a rain cloud over like it. Like, super, like, like yeah. we're talking very about, like, that kind face. of either angry slash sad kind of yeah, face. Yeah, very weird, sad, angry face. Like, and not, not, singing any, not saying anything, just, and then he says, okay, that's enough committees, I guess. And he's like, just cuts away from it. Uh, and then Greg leads, uh, begins to lead the band, like, oh, you do your yeah, turn. Yeah, because well, he even lets them know, he's like, I'm supposed to be a leader, but I don't know how to. And they're yep. like, lead the band. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. A long, goofy montage continues of uh, Greg yeah. just being like, yeah. More montage of oddity and 20s fun and craziness. <laughs> yeah, it's very silly until uh, Greg gets caught in a tuba, and then the guy, like, is it a fish playing it? Uh, it was a pig. Pig? Okay. Yeah, it was a pig, pig playing it blows, uh, and he gets knocked into the gates of a weird off-limits area that says do not enter and he breaks open the gates to the north wind old north wind uh, first we see three little winds just like dancing out of the area being mean oh and by the way the majority of the dream sequence i'm gonna yeah. i'm just gonna call it is literally like songs yeah songs, it's all and songs. songs and it's all like weird 20s animation very mm-hmm. very bizarre looking yeah so, so as as Matt said, like there's these three little clouds that are like looking grumpy and gray, and then you see little the old north wind, north wind which is a giant old cloud with like a big old. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah, it's very very cool. I love this song a lot too. However, in the real world, we get we see there's actually a storm with like thunder. Yeah, we and we see lightning the boys and, under the tree, and we see like a large, like a storm coming and just blowing wind on them. We and, just see what's the name shivering. Uh, yeah, they're shivering. Uh, Wirt shivering. We don't see. Yeah, we're shivering, shivering and. Apparently, there's thunder, there's lightning, and there's snow. Yeah, it begins to snow a little bit. Yeah, it begins to snow. Now, back to the dream. Uh, well, before we go back to the dream, I think we see uh, oh, the North Wind, but then we cut to Beatrice uh, closing in on them, saying, well, you know, word, Greg, where are you guys? It's flying. And then she lands on a tree and is spooked by a terrifying-looking owl in the shadows. Right, but yeah. we find out that the tree, that she, and she flies away from the owl, but we find out that that was exactly, that was, she was right near them. She almost could have run into them. Mm-hmm. But she goes the opposite way. Uh, back in the Cloud City, the North Wind keeps doing his song. Uh, Greg and him keep fighting and tumbling all over the area, and it's really, really funny and cute. Uh, eventually, they crash into a house, 
and Greg manages to catch the Northern Wind in a bottle that says Old, Old Wind, Wind Bag. Bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately after that, everyone's like, yay, yeah, yay. Yeah, we did it, we did it. And finally, uh, this city, you get to see the Queen of the Clouds. Yeah, this weird, um, beautiful for, humanoid. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, picture like the blue fairy from Pinocchio. Yeah. Only she's got like birds flying around her head. She's got like a wand that has a bird on it. Yeah. She's wearing like a cloud dress and she's got wings that kind of look like clouds. <laughs> it's, she's, it's like she's the Queen looking. of the Clouds. Yeah, mm. the Queen of the Clouds. Yeah, it's very funny. She says that she can take Greg home and she says, oh great, I'll go get Wirt. But she says, no, 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 Wirt is already turning into a Attawood tree. So, and the beast has taken wart, or is going to take wart, so you can't. And Greg says, well, if I have a wish, which he's been doing this whole series, which is really, really funny, but it's a really, really sad moment. Yeah, it really He says, is. Uh, I know what I'm going to do with my wish. And then we cut to what we presume is the real well, world. Well, no, 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 we don't yet. Because he brings the queen over to him yeah. and whispers something. And she goes, are you sure about yep. this? Greg just nods and she goes, then I'll grant your wish cut to the real world yep, or what we, we think is we cut back to the uh the real the world where they are under the tree and greg's like hey word are you okay um i found a way home uh, don't worry about it it's a very somber and serious scene and yeah, he's, like, he's like i'm sorry for doing all of this yeah, don't says, worry i'll i'll do it I'll, I'll bring us home and then as he's walking and word's half asleep yeah. kind of listening kind of not and greg says but, goodbye to him I yep guess. and then yeah. greg says goodbye and then we hear that very familiar voice. Yep. Yes. Yes. Come with me, child. And he's like, mm-hmm. you're, oh, sorry, we have mu- we have much to do. And Greg's like, you're going to send us home after this, right? He's like, I think send Greg home after this. Or like, well, Greg, Greg's, Greg's, well, Greg's like, yeah. Greg's like, and we're and you're going to show us the way home, right? And yeah. the, the beast is like, of course, of course. Yeah. Instantly, like, after all this happens. Oh, we see, uh, we forgot to mention, like, we see Wart uh, when the Queen of the Clouds and when they're back in the real world, we see Adelwood branches starting to grow around Wart oh, right, as yeah, he sleeps under the tree, yeah. angry and depressed and sad and not paying attention to anything. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. then, of course, as that, a- a- after all that, after the beast literally takes Greg with him, um, Wart just instantly wakes up, starts freaking out wondering where Greg yep. is and even like at one point he's like this is all my fault kind of thing yeah he's you know? running on some ice water and then eventually it breaks sinks right in, in. Uh, as he falls in the ice water a boat we see a boat save or something uh, something saves him we well we actually before that small little uh, thing that I don't know if you noticed but as he's sinking and it turn, fades to black it actually looks like a whole bunch of like dark hands are surrounding it oh I didn't see that yeah and then we hear uh we hear like a muffled Beatrice, like, yeah. like "Where are Bert. you okay? Are you okay?" And it was, and he thinks he hears Greg as well, but when he looks, it's actually Beatrice. He passes out, and we learn yeah. that it was Beatrice who had who was with the uh, the fish, fish the big got fish, got out of the water. Yeah, the fish saved him at the end. Yeah, and that is where the episode ends. And, and what are you? Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, that, that was a lot to take in. Yeah, it was a very... I love the, the contrast of the very happy, weird, goofy... Like, I immediately didn't trust all, all the weird Cloud City stuff, because I was like, okay, this is too bizarre. It, this is too happy. No, well, yeah, not even happy. It's just too bizarre for, like, the setting of the world so far. I was like, okay, something's up here. This is weird. Um, and then, like, yeah, when it turned out to be, like, a very, very the darkest setting of all the episodes, I was like, oh, that's really messed up and crazy. Mm-hmm. Also, oh, yeah. I'm curious... Was uh, the whole thing, like, was the uh, the Queen of the Clouds and everything, was that all the um, the Beast doing that to them, or was that legit just a no, that was, that was literally, um, that was legitimately, remember when Greg made that wish? 
Yeah. That was literally them trying to make his wish, like, make his wish come true. Oh, you mean, the, you said I want a dream? It was all like a dream sequence, quote yeah. unquote. But also, maybe a metaphor same, for something else that we'll but discuss the, but at, at the same, same time, episode. it actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Because well, did I it? Yes, because, like Greg said, like Greg said at the end, you know, he, we find out what his wish is. Because, uh, because we, you know, he's like, I'm sorry yeah. I did this, but don't worry. He takes the place of work. Yeah, but I'm saying, but was that, did the uh, Cloud City stuff actually happen or not? Probably. I mean, it was literally, it's literally like that moment where it's yeah. like, you know, it's a dream, but at the same time, you know, some things actually yeah, happen. Yeah, but also, like, at this point, uh, regarding what we find out in the next couple of episodes, I had like I was like figuring out what that what the cloud city could be a metaphor for, like I was like okay is this a weird like death metaphor right now because he could be going to heaven by dying and going to a cloud what? city where everything's happy and silly and goofy and then at the end when it's like the queen of the clouds says oh I'll give you a thing and I'll let you if you stay they'll let your brother go, I thought was that the beast pretending to be the queen of clouds or was that a delusion too. It's, yeah, no, it's all very confusing. Yeah, I, was, I was gonna say, I do know, however, that the Queen of the Clouds is her own character. The Beast had nothing to do with that. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> well, I know you don't, but... Well, yeah. <laughs> but hey, but now, here's here's the biggest question of all. Like, what what is going on? How did all of this come to be? Yeah. How, how did our characters even get here in the first place? In this place? weird, crazy, fantasy, fantastical world. Well... Fortunately for you, good, uh, good listeners, episode 9 takes care of this for you. Oh, yeah. Episode 9, Into the Unknown. Bum, bum, bum. We actually start with... Well, we actually start... Which, by the way, this is actually one of my favorite episodes of all time. <laughs> um, and you, you all understand why. Because we start off with work, not dressed up. Sitting in his bed in his room. Yeah, I was. He's wearing. He, we open on regular clothes, wart in a regular-looking, normal, modernish room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, with a spa, with a battle space, or battle space spa, pillow. Yeah, battle space pillow and stuff <laughs> like that, and a clarinet on his bed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pacing around. He's thinking. He's looking at this like cassette player. Like we're talking like. 80s kind of cassette yeah, player with like the big thing. old buttons and stuff yeah. and he's like thinking he's thinking um he takes out a cassette that says for sarah takes out like the ribbon and throws it uh, throws it to the wall yep. upset but after a little bit of time he kind of sighs picks up the tape again fixes it gets like this it takes a santa claus hat takes the the stuffing off from around it yeah. and takes the white ball off puts it on as his hat yep Goes up to like a an attic or something, gets yeah. like an old colonial like jacket and stuff, and puts it on as if yeah. it were a, like a, a like a cloak or something. And he's just like standing. He's a, <laughs> he's such a dork because he's like standing in front of a mirror with a fan blowing on yeah, him. Yeah, like, make it look yes. cool. Yes. <laughs> um. So as that uh, as all of that happens, he leaves his house and starts heading to what sounds like a football game. We see uh, it's night, and we see a number of pumpkins outside of his house, And too. we also see uh, Halloween decorations. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was vaguely going to it's, be out. It's, it, well, <laughs> must like, be like In this scene, when yeah. he walks out, you can tell it's heavily Halloween. Yeah. Um, and, of course, he goes he goes out and starts, you know, and starts watching the football game, um, specifically uh, a mascot of a bumblebee yeah. dancing around. And Greg... 
at this point. Well, I right? will say before that he says, uh, into the unknown. Oh, yep. As he into the unknown, as he, like, starts bravely walking yep. to the, uh, um, but then as he's watching the mascot do a little dance or something, <laughs> uh, Greg leaves some lady's house and she's like, thanks, old lady. They, uh, <laughs> I, I'll be sure to do all that. And she's like, don't call me old lady. Yeah. And, <laughs> and walks over to, he walks over the word and says, Hey, um... Oh, I believe you missed a joke. When uh, she said, don't call me old lady, it's rude. He says, okay, young man. Oh, yeah. She's like, yes, sir, young, young man. Boy. Or is it young man or young boy, I think. But yeah. Yeah, yeah but either way, yeah, you're, you're right. An I amazingly did, I did funny, over really that. funny joke from, uh, from, uh, from Greg. Yeah, and um, as this happens, Greg... Make, let's work know, you know, hey, I was over at her place working for candy. Yeah, in it exchange like, for candy. It's it's Halloween. You get free candy. And, of course, uh, Greg's like, so are we going to hunt frogs? And like, he's like, like, obviously, the woman says, like, nothing in life is free. Yeah, that's right. like, she believes nothing in life is free. <laughs> then he brings up yep, wanting to hunt hunting. frogs. And it's like, not now. I'm busy. Yep, and this is when, uh, I forget what he says, uh, do you have the thing down? But he, this is when he reveals the rock fact rock that he took from her yard. Oh, yeah, um, let's see. Um, yeah, because uh, Wirt explains what he's going to do. And, um, no, I didn't write down, I just know that he has the rock fact Yeah, he rock. has rock fact rock, and we also see the pants candy, because he shows him the candy that he got yep. from the work, uh, stuck to his pants from the episode one. Uh, Greg, we see, oh, he tells, he tells his little brother about the tape he made for Sarah, and we see... For Sarah on the tape. I don't know if you saw that earlier. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we yeah, first pulled it out. Yeah, uh, and Greg says, "I'll give it to her." He takes the tape, uh, but Wirt's too scared to give it to her. He's like, "No, wait, don't!" And it's oh, funny. Yeah, we find. Oh, I'm gonna say so. We find out finally that Greg is just like an elephant. Yeah, I was when just actually getting the, yeah. there because yeah, yeah, when he, he walk, the girls. Greg walks over and there's like three, I guess, classmates of Wirt's maybe. Um, they're like, oh, what are you supposed to be? He's yeah, like, I'm, I'm an elephant. Makes the sound, and then the kids just instantly went to, like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, anyway, hey, 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 but guess what? The weird kettle on the head being an elephant, yeah. still better than that one lady who was just like an egg. The egg was great. <laughs> oh, also, I think, was that egg, uh, the egg uh, girl, was that Ashley Birch? Uh, I don't know. I think it was. It sounded like her. So, yeah, it sounded it's very, very, very familiar, minor role, but, but I'm pretty sure it might have been Ashley Birch. Not going to look it up, but who knows. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but, then, uh, but then, of course, you know, Greg explains, hey, I'm going to give, uh, hey, I have this tape and I'm going to give it to Sarah. And high, high school hijinks ensue, like, ooh, we're like Sarah. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. And Wirt finally says, like, no, 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 nothing like that. Uh, they tell Wirt, oh, you better hurry up because uh, they're going... Uh, because she's Sarah's going to a party afterwards, and Jason Funderburger is going to ask her out. Um, Funderburger. Funderburger. That's what I said. You said burger. No, Funderburger. Like, like a food. Funderburger. Anyway, so, anyway, <laughs> that's not important. But yeah, but no. What is important is that Jason Funderburger is going to ask Sarah out at the Halloween party. Yep, and uh, work is like, oh no, embarrassed. Not- he runs away and leaves with uh, Greg, uh, but and, forgetting yep. the tape. <laughs> yeah, forgetting the tape, but mm-hmm. he doesn't realize this because, you know, he's like, uh, Greg's like, dude, why don't you just ask Sarah out first? Yeah. He's like, no, we can't do that. I can't do that. And I, oh no, the tape is missing. Yep, the tape of him playing the clarinet and reciting poetry. Uh, yep, that's what we find <laughs> out. We, we find that it has clarinet and poetry, Greg. Clarinet and poetry. <laughs> I'm like, so, oh, he yeah, runs, so he runs to get the tape. 
But he go, he finds those same three classmates who apparently didn't move from that spot. Yeah, it's been like five seconds, I'm sure. <laughs> well, no, because at because remember, the oh, they football go back game was ended. Happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the football game's ended at this point. Yep, now, they so. go up to them and they find out that they put the tape in Sarah's coat for him, yeah. which is and, very nice, I'd say, but still embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, you know, if you're gonna be shy like Wirt is, <laughs> um, Wirt lets fear take the hold of him, and so he goes over to the jacket because apparently she's changing in the uh, shack. Like, out of her mascot outfit and whatever. And he mm-hmm. goes over to try and, you know, get the tape back. Yeah, this, this, this was hilarious. Big old, this big old, like, football player kind of guy is like, Hey, are you trying to spy on me? Yeah, he's like, that was hilarious. No, I, uh, uh, Greg, uh, Greg, let's cheese it. Yeah, that was hilarious. Immediately after they run away, um, this, we don't actually see her face face. Because she's actually, like, just up like an undead kind of clown Yeah, she's like, her face painted like a skeleton. Um, and then, of course, um, she she walks out, which we can assume is Sarah, because the big football guy's like, hey, Sarah, watch out tonight. Yeah, they're some creeps. some real creeps out there. Yeah, and she says, thanks, he calls him Jimmy. Yeah, thanks, Jimmy. Yep. And then she rides her bike away. With the tape. <laughs> yep, with, with the tape still in her jacket. Yep, and of course, so the boys give chase, and they decide to follow her to the house party. <laughs> um, well, Wirt is like, I can't go in. I wasn't invited. Greg goes... I'll go in here. No, you can't because you were not invited either. Yeah. And Greg's like, okay. hmm, walks on yep. in and just talks in. It's funny because work goes in and is like, hey, uh, just was, um, I, everyone seemed pretty cool with him. He's just, they're yeah. just like, I was hey, saying, when he, like, Greg dude? went in there and he was talking to the people and that's what worried, uh, worried about. Yeah. Like, oh no, they're going to do something. They're going to be going to embarrass and, me. And, well, and chill. And also Greg, uh, points out the window yeah, and points saying. out work. And, uh, you know, he's just like, <gasps> Goes in and then everyone's like pretty cool about this. Yeah, He's like, like, hey, hey what's up, Word? Yeah, dude. everyone's pretty normal. Yeah, just, yeah. I, everyone's like okay with this, uh, you know. Um, but Word's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just uh, starts walking away and yep. uh, bumps into Sarah, and Sarah's like, hi, um, hi, uh, hi, Word. Um, so uh, we're gonna go. Sorry, I have this in my notes. Yeah, but the set. <laughs> we're gonna go to. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna go to the the grave graveyard. And of course, uh, Wirt's like, "Wait, the graveyard?" She goes, "Yeah, like you're gonna, you guys are gonna do something there or whatever." And she goes, "Nah, we're just gonna hang out and have age-appropriate drinks." And he's like, "Like apple juice and stuff." Like, yeah, you know, everything age-appropriate, nothing illegal, age-appropriate, nothing illegal. I thought that was hilarious that she pointed I, this yeah. out. I was about to say they like she suspiciously keeps asserting that they're gonna be drinking age-appropriate beverages, which I'm like. Okay, right now my mind's like, okay, is this like him telling a story to someone and they're believing out the part where they're blatantly doing alcohol? Because that's what it sounds like. They're doing alcohol. Yeah, but honestly, knowing the group of kids that go there, I bet you it actually is age-appropriate. Yeah, and like I have to say, that was hilariously the whole like, wording of that. But then, of course, we finally meet the Jason that we're so nervous about. Oh, the hey, good old... Sarah. He's yeah, dude. Great. Oh, I it's love just... this character. He's Jason, like, I absolutely love the character. Jason so Thunderburger. <laughs> he's just he's just a regular kid in like a like a green kind of fa- uh, good looking like yeah. shirt and stuff like that. And Jason, I love that character. That was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, are you are you guys ready to go? Yeah. Oh, hi, <laughs> yeah, I, I love that he's such a weirdo. That like we're so nervous about this guy. And he's such a freaking weirdo. Right. I loved that. That was hilarious. Um, but, yeah, but anyway, um, you know, so the, um, you know, Sarah is like, you know, hey, if you because Wirt's like, no, I'm not gonna go. You uh, you have fun with Jason. 
And yep. Sarah, Sarah seems sad about this, and she's like, okay, but if you want to come over, don't hesitate to. As if she's, like, alluding, please, come, yeah. Wirt. Yeah, but then she uh, leaves and takes her jacket with her. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Wirt's like, oh, yeah, the tape. Goes to the jacket, and then immediately Sarah's like, oh, my jacket, thanks. <laughs> and leaves with it, and uh, Wirt's just like, oh, no, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Um, but, yeah, um, after this... We actually cut to the graveyard where uh, Jason, Sarah, and uh, just a bunch of other uh, weirdos. Yeah. Uh, let's be honest. It's an it's like an 80s film, and they're like the geeks. So. Yeah, they're just chilling out. Yeah, hanging and, and out honestly, the... yeah, they're just hanging out in the graveyard. And honestly, <laughs> like me personally, no sarcasm with this. That's perfectly fine. I'm actually, I actually like that it's just a bunch of like... You know, geeks and stuff doing this. I obviously, yeah, they look pretty normal, but, but yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Just, it's also a common thing for people to just hang out in the graveyard during Halloween for stuff. But and of, um, cor- and of course, yeah. uh, you, thought, you thought you thought work was awkward. Jason freaking Thunderburger is worse at being. I was going to say, better um, at being awkward. I was going to say we see uh, we introduce to them while Jason is telling the story of an uh, axe man. A person with an axe raising well, it above his head. Hold on, you're jumping, dude. Oh no, no, they said well, that yeah, before anything yeah, else. Well, yeah, just, well, just hold before on. Before he reaches for a hand, he says. Well, that. Just, hold okay, on yeah. first, well. because they're walking in, and first, um, oh, yeah. Jason Funderburger <laughs> tries to do a, "Hey, Sarah, do you believe in ghosts?" Because there's one behind you, and Sarah has this look <laughs> yeah. like, "Dude, I know we're a bunch of geeks, but dude, no, just no." Wirt and uh, Greg come in, yeah. and they see them telling ghost stories. Yeah, but importantly, also, the uh, headstone that they're leaning on, did you see? Which which one? The headstone that uh, Wirt and Greg are behind. Do you read what it says? Yeah, I'm asking you if you know what it says. You, what does it say? <laughs> what does it say? Okay, it says Quincy Endicott on it, which yes, is the name of does. the guy from the earlier episode, as Jason's telling a story about an axe man, which is also related to what they've been seeing oh, so far. Oh, gee. Oh, we actually forgot before we get to the graveyard. There's a police officer sitting at the uh, yeah. on the street, and there's like these two kids just up as burglars. Hey there, you two! You both are under arrest. Yeah, nah, I'm just kidding. Happy yeah, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, they, as we're, as Wirt and Greg are running to yeah, the house. Run across the hey, street. don't no, run out! Don't run on the street. Nah, I'm just kidding. Happy Halloween. Yeah, that's very very fun. I forgot to play that <laughs> oh, character. But no, but wait, character. you're fine. I actually forgot. But that yeah, too. No, the, but anyway, thing, yeah, but that's then, when uh, the story. Yeah, he's telling story about the axe man. He tries to grab, uh, or not grab. He tries to put his hand on her hand. She's just like, no, don't do that. And then like, yeah, pretty much. The other girl's like, hey, you can put it on my hand. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I like, and closer. Um, you can let go of my hand now. You can hold my hand. I don't care. Yeah, it was really <laughs> funny. But then. Um, Finally, Wirt and Greg are spying on them. Greg, as usual, just runs out and introduces himself. Well, no, no, no. In this mm-hmm. case, um, Greg's like, I have a plan. I can act like a dead elephant. Well, and while they're distracted, you can get you yeah. can uh, get the tape. And Wirt's and like, that's a stupid idea. Sees the whole Jason trying to hold the hand thing and goes, do it. Yeah, it was very funny. And then Wirt, uh, Greg's just like, ooh, I'm an elephant. I'm an elephant. Like, hey, isn't that uh, Wirt's brother? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But where's work? Over there. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you know, they're they're all pretty okay with him joining him. Yeah. But Wirt is just too darn afraid. Yeah, he's a very, very panicked and anxious character. It's very, very interesting to finally see, like, why he's like the way he is. It's very cool. Right, yeah. And then, of course, as all of this is happening... Oh, by the way, there's a, jo- the, a joke that comes up later. Um, when uh, they see when they find the group sitting in, cir- in yeah. a circle, hey, look, it's a witch's circle. Oh yeah, yeah, this is a kind of witch's circle. Yeah, yeah the, and, the and, cop and, comes and up and says, hey, what's this witch's circle doing here? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's yeah, it's funny because um, after you know work gets caught and everything and everything becomes 
awkward. A policeman pulls up and goes, hey, what is this? Some kind of witch's circle? Yep. <laughs> you are all under arrest. Everyone starts running away. Like, all the kids yeah. start running. He's like, wait a minute. I was just kidding. Don't run. You might trip. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. <laughs> um, and, of course, Wirt and Greg are running, and they get to a... They, they run, and they get to a wall. Yep. And then, as they see the wall, the police officer is, you know, going up and like, this is private property. You shouldn't be here, kind of thing. Yeah. They both start climbing the tree, and as they're climbing the tree, mm-hmm. Wirt sees Sarah and Jason talking alone, and Sarah finally pulls out yeah, the, tape the tape and says, huh, what's with this tape? And yeah. Jason's like, let's yeah, listen we to should it. Listen you're to her, it. You're yeah. her. So oh, wait, funny. no, he's not even that cool. No, he he's like, get hey, that. Let's, <laughs> let's listen to the tape. And, and uh, of course, while they're still climbing the wall, the cop's like, hey, get down from the wall, you can fall and hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and of course, well, we're seeing the whole, like, yeah. thing. He is just 110% crushed, destroyed, done. Yeah, that's exactly what I was worried about. And, um... <laughs> um, and then, of course, uh, he... Uh, he and uh, Greg jump off, like jump off. Not like, oh no, they tripped and fell. No, they actually jump off the other and yeah, land safely. on the other side safely. Yep. And this is where we learn just something weird because Wirt is upset yeah. that everything went wrong, and he just takes it out on Greg. Yeah, this is not just you Greg. and your dad. Yeah. <laughs> this is you and your dad's fault. I mean, you guys are always pushing me to go to be in the band and all that stuff, and yeah. and even Greg's like, yeah. If you're in the band, you'll be closer to Sarah. And he's just like, that ship has already passed. He just, like, blames everything oh, yeah, on very, Greg. Yeah, it's a very, very sad, but really, like, yeah, telling scene about his whole personality and everything. It's very cool to, like, see him finally burst out like that. And then we hear something that I know you've wanted to say for the longest time. Yeah, I forgot Now to we'll point be able out. to say this. We forgot to point it out hear, earlier. Yeah. We, we hear a choo-choo train coming choo-choo out. Choo-choo train? <laughs> you heard me. Choo-choo train. <laughs> oh, God. Um... We hear a train coming on by, and Wirt and Greg are just like, uh-oh, and they jump off on time. They don't die, obviously. obviously. Well, we don't see. We see, like, the train. We see them say, oh, no, the, it cuts, and then I think the song starts. Yeah, and then, uh, and then a black train, uh, the black uh, the black train song so, uh, starts being sung. Yeah. Um, and it keeps cutting in and out, so we don't see it, but, we stay there, but then we see them rolling down the hill safe. Yeah, rolling into the hill safe, but then they land in the water. Yep. And then they start floating in the water. Yep. And then as that's happening, as that's, uh, you know, whole thing, um, it kind of fades off. Okay, they're not the floating song. in the water, they're sinking in the water. Yeah, that's what, I was getting there. Uh-huh. They, they start sinking in the water, and that when the song ends, it, like, goes to, fl- to fade to black. Yep. Then we cut to work waking up with a whole bunch of freaking birds around yeah, him. Yeah, a bunch of bluebirds. Yeah, a bunch of bluebirds. And... Oh, one of them, a motherly one, goes, Oh, you're awake. Here, gets a spoonful of dirt and goes, Here, eat some dirt. Yep. And uh, of course, Wart's like, What in the world? What's going on? Uh, Beatrice, is that you? And the one who spoon fed the dirt was like, Wait, you know my daughter? What's mm-hmm. going on? What's, uh, what is this? Hey, spoilers, because I just said it. It's her family. Yep. Also, the frog is with him here. Yeah, and the frog is with him too. She's like, and the mo- the mother bird is. I'll just call her because she sounds like a motherly type. Mm-hmm. Um, is like someone just left you and that frog in here, and yep. we decided to keep you warm and stuff. Here, <laughs> warm and stuff. Yeah, I'm summarizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, where it's like, I have to find my brother. She goes, wait, wait at least until the storm's done. And you look outside, and there's an actual st- snowstorm uh, yep. happening right now. And where it's like, I can't. It's like, no, please stay here. Eat more dirt. And yeah. where it legitimately yeah, takes the food, <laughs> eats it, and goes, 
thank you, and leaves with the uh, with the new frog. The, with new, the frog. new frog. <laughs> um, with, with the frog. Uh, um, they go into the store, the snowstorm. Yep. Yep. And uh, Wirt and the frog, as they leave, looking for Greg, all the while just fades out to white, and that is the end of episode nine. Wow. Yep. For, uh, first off. Oh, we also see the mother says to give Bay a hug. Oh yeah, yes. G- g- give Bea a hug. Bay. Whatever. Beatrice. <laughs> give Beatrice a hug if, if if you know if they find her. Yep. Very sad. But very telling note. Yeah. That was the end of that uh, episode. Very so, good episode. Before we point out the things that we want to point out. Mm-hmm. Matt. Yeah. Your thoughts? I was mildly surprised that I was thinking this is potentially what was going on for a while. I was like, what is the deal with this weird world and these weird kids? There's some occasional modern-ish dialogue. I was assuming that they are from a normal place, more so akin to the time that they keep showing, like the 1800s or the 1900s or whatever, because they keep showing like like aesthetics and stuff from that time period. But uh, yeah, I was very surprised that it was like it was very cool. It was just a really cool revelation for what it was taking place in. I like the whole getting more into the actual character of Wart and why he's acts the way he does and how he acts normally in the real world. He still acts the exact same way, but just as a very like uh, anxious person with like obviously a lot of like anxiety and depression and all kinds of weird stuff he's dealing with. It was very very cool to see that. And also like I was assuming that they were more likely. Yeah, I thought that it potentially uh, after the last episode that Greg had died from the train thing or something like that because of, like the weird heaven episode from the Cloud City, which I assumed was going on with that. Uh, and yeah. with the with the whole uh, train thing, yeah, the train. It could've, it, you could have thought oh, that yeah, both yeah. of them were like we like we didn't point out. Yeah, oh, yeah. in and the I, intro, there's uh, after like the after the first time you see the long intro, the short intro is just the title card with the music playing, and then you hear a very subtle low train noise throughout train the entire noise, series. Yeah. Yeah, we had no idea what that was, what the case was. That was. every every single yeah. episode, it's uh you hear like the you see the well except for the first one obviously because yeah. it's like the introduction. You you see uh you know you see the title card, you hear the theme music play, and you just very subtly like sometimes you have to actually try yeah. and listen for it. But there is a, a distinct train whistle. whistle, like yeah. a train whistle. The other thing is is now we know. Uh, when the narrator was talking about the unknown at the very first episode, we saw the silhouette of people floating in water. Hmm. Yep. Gee, it's like we figured it out. <laughs> Finally. Um, mystery yeah. solved. But yeah, but here's, here's the other issue, though. You say mystery solved. Well. It's not solved yet. It's not resolved yet. <laughs> we, need to, we need to learn if they ever are going to go home or not. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, exactly. Episode 10. The unknown. Uh... Now you said that the school marm one and everything like that was yeah. your favorite one of your favorite episodes is up. Yep, this is my all time favorite one because ah. be, because as you may all know, this is the last episode of this of this episode and of our little special. Yep, final episode. This conclusion made me happy, and we'll get to that right now. Yeah, I was gonna say the while watching the final episode and hearing the train noise again, I was just like, oof, that now it gives me <laughs> now it makes me upset. Yeah. Uh, we see, once again, Bay, a.k.a. Beatrice, flying over the forests. Um, she sees Greg with the beasts, but the storm stops her. Yep, the storm stops her, and she doesn't know it's the beast. She just sees him with someone. But yeah, it, it, oh, but do we see the shape the of the beast? Or did yeah, 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 no, 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 no. It, is, it is the shape of the beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, we know it's the beast, she doesn't. Yeah, she never really addresses the beast the whole time she's no, doing she's, all this No, I don't think she's ever seen the beast. Yeah, I don't think really associated Actually, with technically... This is, Greg is literally the first one of the group to see the beast. Yeah. 
Uh, we see Greg bringing a bunch of items to the beast. Uh, we see that what was it a silver thread and yep. a silver uh, thread and a golden comb. Golden comb. Yep. He brings a, a honeycomb and some spider web, which is yep. very funny. And then the beast asks <coughs> to do a third impossible task. Yep. Catch the, the sun. sun in a cup. Yep. Uh, in a china cup. Uh, Greg, very intelligently and very hilariously. Walks over to a stump and puts it on there. And from the perspective, it looks like when the sun sets, it's going to land inside of the cup. It's very, very funny. Uh, we He says, like, oh, uh, I know what I'm doing. And, uh, and of course, the beast is like, ah, you are clever, aren't yep. you? He says, I never give up, as he says. It's very heroic, but still sad what's happening. Uh, the beast tells him to sit in the cold and wait while this happens. And it's very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beatrice finally just smacks right into Wirch after looking for him for all this time and tells him that she saw Greg. And, like, they finally just head off together, finally back together. Uh, we see the woodsman. Yep, we see the woodsman. Yep, burning Edelwood well, for oil. Well, looking for more Edelwood, he finds two sticks and he's like, yeah. oh, oh thank goodness. yay, great. He goes the two from to the first grind episode th- that fell when yep. he was cooking oil earlier. Yeah, right, and he, he goes to grind it and they don't even give him a drop of oil. Yep. And as he's lamenting this, we cut to singing. my favorite, my, one of my favorite scenes in this entire thing. We hear this, we, we hear the beast singing yep. one of my, like, my all-time favorite song in this entire thing, Come Wayward Souls. Yeah. And of course, the woodsman is following this, and mm-hmm. oh my goodness, it's just beautiful. Like, remember how I told you the voice actor is an opera singer? This is where it shines. Yeah. Because the beast's voice is so deep. It's so robust. It's so, like, even just everything about it. Mm-hmm. And the woodsman goes and finds the beast, like, waving his hands over something as he's singing. And then he looks and he's like, ah, woodsmith. I knew you would come. Woodsmith. <laughs> I, I, sorry. Woodsman, woodsmith, potato, yeah, tomato. Yeah. Anyway, he's like, woodsman, you, you've, you've come. Look. I found some more Edelwood for you. Yep, it's Greg with the vines growing around him like they were were earlier. The Beast says that he has taken souls for years. Um, yeah, when the when the woodsman found yeah. this out, he's like, "Wow!" Oh yeah, he's like, "You've he's been like, taking I'm not, souls." I'm not doing. I'm not doing this anymore. And, and the, the Beast, beast is says, like, "You've been doing this literally for years now." Yeah, and he says, "I didn't know that there were people that I was burning." And he said, "Well, do you want your daughter yeah. to live?" Or right. Not? It, so, does that matter? Do you want? Do you want your daughter to be safe? And then a very interesting detail. Yeah, he puts he the looks, lantern. He looks. Oh, he looks at. He looks at the. It shows the beast looking at the woodsman, saying, "Feed the lantern," and his eyes. His eyes are the same blue yellow yeah. like the wolf at the very beginning. And the gorilla for a second. Yeah, and, well, and well, the gorilla was a costume. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the same eye yep, layout same as that yeah. wolf from the very first episode. Yep, it's very weird. And then he puts down the lantern to free Greg, and we see the beast's hand begin to reach for the lantern as and it's of course, taken away. Yeah, and of course the the woodsman stops him, and of course the beast is all, "I'm trying to help you here." Yeah, and of course. Um, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help your daughter. Which, by the way, every time the Beast mentions the daughter, this time, the Woodsman gets super angry. Yeah. And, and at um, this point, he starts actually trying yeah, to attack. Yeah, with the accent finally. And then it, this is when it cuts away to Wirt and Beatrice. Beatrice. Finally, I keep, I, I'm, I'm trying not to say Bay, but I'm about to see my notes. <laughs> Uh, they keep searching, and they come across the lantern, but they see, like, the entire area has been, like, ripped and torn and tossed around. Uh, they also find uh, Greg before it's too late. Yep, they find Greg, and uh, 
as the, as they're uh, talking to Greg, Greg's like, you know, it's my fault. It's my fault. And yep. Greg and Wart's like, no, it's my fault. And Greg's like, no. And this is where we finally reveal what the, happened. The darkest secret of the series. The, oh come on. Now. Yes, it's this, this is, unforgivably depressing. Um, we find out. We find out that. The, the, the rock, rock fact rock, rock was stolen. stolen from that woman's house. And we also find out that the frog's name is Justin uh, Jason Funderburger. Yep. Work goes, yeah, but we need to go home. Who's going to help me take care of Jason Funderburger? Yeah, and even Gre- And even Greg says, the perfect name. Yep. And as all of this emotional, like, sweetness is happening, yep. you know, they're trying, Beatrice and Work are trying to free him. You see the woodsmith just... Yeah, Falls we see over. him just collapse right in front of them as the and seemingly the beast has defeated him. Yep, and the the exact next quote uh, of the beast, he just looks and sees the kids and says, "Give me my lantern." And Wirt's like, "I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what?" And um, Beatrice, you know, Beatrice is like, "No, we gotta, you know, free Greg. He needs to get out. We need to yep. get him home." And the beast is like, um, he's too weak to move. Yeah, you can't, but... <laughs> you can't do anything about it. And Wirt's like, I need to do this. Then That's perhaps... when the beast finally gives his offer to Wirt. He yep. will store Greg's soul in the lantern. And in exchange, he will burn Adelwood. Yep. Uh, yep. yep. As Just the like... old man had, the woodsman. And the woodsman's waking up at this point. Yep. Um, and of course, Wirt... Goes to uh, goes over to the seemingly agreeing with, to the beast with with the lantern, but then you hear you hear a subtle bell tone, and Wirt just like snaps and goes, "Wait a minute, that's, that's stupid. dumb." Yeah, and the beast is like, "Excuse me," it's like, "That's dumb. Why would I care about this stupid lantern? You don't want you don't want to." See. He's like, "I'm yeah. trying to, to help, help you. you. I'm trying to help yep. you save your brother." And he's like, "No, you're not. You're trying to keep this lantern on." Yeah. It's like. It's like it's your flame in yeah, here or it's something. Like, you don't want to save you. You don't want to save my brother's soul. It's like it's your soul. Yep. And, and then, of course, darkness. The beast, yeah, the beast like, begins to like, surround him in darkness, and it's where it just seems oh, like just, very bravely yeah. looking at him. And then he, uh, uh, Wart, in a very cool move, just lifts the lantern and is getting ready to blow it out as the beast freaks out for a second. He's like, no, don't yeah. do it! And he's just like, oh, okay. And uh, while he's just exposed him, Wart gives a lantern. I keep saying Wart. Wart gives a lantern to the woodsman and says, here, um, now that the woodsman knows that his daughter's soul is not inside the lantern. Right, he's, he's like, he's like, here, I've got my own problems to worry about. Yep. This one is yours. Kind of like a callback to the very first episode, you yeah. know. And we see uh, the boys finally together again. Greg is freed from the Adelwood branches. As they tell Bay to follow them, she says she cannot because she still needs to figure out the curse situation. Wirt finally reveals that he took the bird scissors from Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole time. Like You've had this the whole time. He's like, yeah, you know, I was keeping them just in case. And also... Yeah, I was keeping uh, them, yeah. and um, I was mad at you. Yeah, I was a little mad at you for the whole betraying thing. You betray me, everybody betrays him. And all the while, as this is happening, the beast is over to yep. the woodsman, who now knows his daughter is not in the lantern. He's and like, that the beast now listen, those two over there, they're about to go away. We need them. Chop them up. He like legitimately yeah. just tells them to kill them. And one of the cool, another one of the coolest scenes ever. Yeah. The woodsman turns around with the lantern, and for the briefest yeah. of seconds, you have to literally freeze frame. You actually, to see what actually yeah, looks you, like. you yeah. get to see what the beast actually looks like. Yep. He's literally he's a weird, fleshy. Antlered. Yeah. Um. No, he's it's not fleshy. Yeah. He's, he's an Edelwood. 
No, he looks he, like his skin is like like skin his, colored. The the yeah, weird you know, it, it's mass th- that's ideas. the same. That's the same color as the as the Edelwood. Edelwood was reddish. I would say the people. It's he's a when shape start, made of yeah. a bunch of faces. Like the ones looks like it's crying. Do you actually like do you freeze it? Yeah, I, I yeah, did. Yeah. yeah, he's literally his entire body is like an Edelwood tree, mm. only with a lot more faces. I would say they just well, we'll, 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 we'll argue forever about this. We have we, no we, idea we, about we, the actual we design. Can, we can, but but, uh, still. but yeah, like I, I think it looks like he thinks it looks like Edelwood. I say it looks like a fleshy flesh, but like it's a number of faces in a weird humanoid structure and with his weird glowing hollow looking face and it's very bizarre and terrifying looking but you only first see it for a second as the woodsman brings the lantern up to himself and, and the beast, as the beast tries, screams like and his yells, last, yeah, yeah the, the beast tries one more attempt by saying are you ready to face that uh, uh, that home by yourself yeah. she's never gonna come back and the woodsman blows out the lantern as yep. you hear one final roar from the beast. Yeah, and as the darkness there, we cut back to Wirt and the gang as he finally says goodbye to Bay and goodbye to the unknown as they awaken in the lake. Yep, and uh, uh, Wirt wakes up in like wakes up first, goes yep. down, saves Greg, and, and gets the frog, out, and, frog <laughs> and they Who get out of the water down. where. Ambulances, like oh no, they, they get out of the water. The the kids yeah, the are coming kids down from the hill, and then, and then they they go, oh, word word, uh, what's going on? And then he says, help, and he collapses. We cut to them in an ambulance car being driven to the hospital because he obviously just almost drowned from the lake. Right, it's a very very cool dramatic scene. And then we see Wirt wake up in his point of view, wake up in the hospital with Sarah there saying, "Wirt, are you okay?" Yep. And then, um, you know, Wirt, first thing, Wirt is like, oh, where am I? She's like, you're at the hospital. Yeah, then immediately he's like, drowns. where's Greg? Yeah, and Greg's there telling the story about... Oh, about everything. Crazy. About everything that they did or yeah. maybe didn't do. Mm, who knows? Um, and, yeah, of course, really when, he mentioned, <laughs> when he mentions uh, Jason Funderburker, because he's like, oh, Jason Funderburker, you yeah, were there too. Jace, actual the real Jason, Jason is who's there. there like, the hospital. you mean me? He's like, no, silly. This is Jason Funderburker. Yeah. <laughs> and so Sarah's like, hey, so we're about this tape. I don't have a means of playing it. Yeah, who so the hell maybe, is a tape player this time? Yeah, yeah. This so, may, so maybe I thought that, and before she even finished it. He's like, let's listen to it. We're, we're like, we're going to my house and listen to it. Or listen to something else. I mean, we can listen to something else <laughs> building up to it and like kind of cute. Yeah. Like I said, was that adventure real or was it fake? Well, because as yeah. Greg is swinging his frog around, it's yeah, blowing. blowing. Yeah, but then this is the this is the thing we're gonna have to discuss after this. Um, the narrator, it's the um, the narrator from the beginning, correct? Yep. He very it's a, it's very weird. It's a very like rushed and lackluster version of what he was saying. And everything was fine. And everything was great. And everyone was happy. And that's how it ends. Because it's always ends happy. It's very bizarre. It, it made me think of a series of unfortunate events or something like that where. Uh, but then over that we see the montage of yeah. Oh, the, I, as I say, I yeah. actually do have the quote he says. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, the, 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 it it kind of does for a moment. Well, it does feel we'll like it some, is. Yeah, but he, he's like, and so the story is complete, and everyone is satisfied with the ending, and so on and so forth. And yet, over the garden wall, then you get the reprise of uh, Into the Unknown. Yep, and a montage of. More images from the beginning. The image similar from the ones in the beginning, but we actually get more but context. Like the first one you see is the woodsman sitting at a house by himself in the snow. Yep. When all of a sudden you hear a door open and you just see the same girl from the very beginning. She's just, Papa? 
And they both look at each other, and, you know, she's yeah. crying, she's happy, they're both happy. Mm-hmm. Then you see the fish in the boat. Catching a... Catching a black turtle. Turtle, yep. And uh, then... I don't... Well, let's see, I have the... Was it reverse? Ne- was next, it? Was, the next was a, a Lorna. The, oh, yeah, Lorna's sitting with Auntie Whisper. Yep, and they're enjoying tea normal, and enjoying yeah. it. And then, of course, after that, the frogs are coming out of the mud. Uh, yeah, they, they, we see one poke its head out of it and it breathes a little farther and it goes back in because it's not, winter's not over yet. Yep. And then, of course, we see then, uh, Marguerite from uh, Endicott. Yep. She's staring at a portrait of Endicott with Fred the horse. Yeah. <laughs> and then, after that, we see the toy maker putting down toys and um, there's four new toys. Yep, there's, uh, Beatrice, Greg, Jason Frog, as I call yeah, him now, and Wirt. And Wirt. Then we see the circus again. Yeah, we Only see this time Jimmy and the Mrs. What's her name? Miss Langtree. Langtree in the audience watching the performance with all the animal children as well. Yeah, but they're all at yep. the circus together. That's a very um, funny cute scene. And then we see that the harvest party is over. We see like actually like Enoch. skeletons dressed up, just like yeah. laying down whatever. And out of Enoch's head, yeah. we see the black that black cat. cat. Hey. And, and this is when we see the uh, rock facts rock after that. No, 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 no. Um, oh no! After that we, it, see we, the, see the, we see the we see the we see just the girl from the very first uh, episode with the dog. She oh, and the dog are house. looking out the window, and you hear a look, and you hear a lady say, "Honey, eat your dirt." Yeah, and, and then you find out it's Beatrice and her yep. family because she's like, "Mom, stop calling it that." Yeah. she's like, "Oh, what, what are you gonna, gonna do? do? Turn, turn us, us into birds again? again? Yeah, <laughs> now eat your dirt." Yeah, and she's just she's happy about yeah, this. Yeah, it's all cute. And then we after see... that, we see. Uh, the narrator Jason Frog singing the the last words at his piano, and the piano fades away. Then, then we see, we the see frog, Greg the returning rock. Yeah. the rock. Yeah, and that's how the series is where ends. it ends. That yep. is where it a great mini series. Yep. Now, yeah, we need to discuss what a actually happened, and what things. didn't. Yeah, what happened and what didn't because yeah, it's very bizarre because like the with the um the scene with uh, Beatrice and her family. The way the mom said he could turn us into birds again and everyone was there and it was a pretty normal, like, did that actually happen? Or was she referring to it as if it didn't and that was just a story that Beatrice was telling or something? I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that it was that it mm. was it really happened because what the mom says is, What are you gonna do? Turn us into bluebirds again? Yeah, but she could have been saying that in a facetious way, saying like, Oh, that story she said it like in a way that was that it was like impossible for that to happen at all. And I, I, that's why I pictured it. But also, like I said, going back to the um, narrator thing about like, oh, okay, everything was great and everything happened. That made me think that the ending wasn't canon and it presumably did actually die in the water because it was so like, uh, I don't know, like, are you familiar with, uh, you've watched an Invader Sim, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the episode with Iggins and the game, the game slave too? Oh yeah. Yeah. The way that ended with like him like seemingly dying and at the end just looks like, woo, Iggins! as he flies out of it like a big giant Super Saiyan ball. Yeah. It's like, they have mandates like to not have like things be too, too super depressing and stuff for like mo- most of these mainstream airing shows. I feel like that really, just like the uh, really quick VO uh, that was like seemingly also felt a little facetious or like sarcastic was like along with the uh, beverage scene from earlier which felt really funny. Uh, I think that it's like implying that it wasn't a happy ending. Something bad did happen. And then going through all of the second parts of the uh, adventures or the, the second parts of the intro clips was like showing like, oh yeah, everyone, everything was weird and happy and all the weird uh, the weird scenes you saw earlier like explained. The way I, I see the way I see it is that 
it did actually have that like you know mm. everything did happen and the reason why i think it's that it's the narrator letting everyone know that yeah because uh, a lot of people would think you know everything that just happened was kind of like a like a near death kind of dream yeah, yeah, slash yeah. coma kind of yeah that's, what, that's like that's a, a classic dreaming kind that's of a classic thing. thing like oh what if however, was a coma the whole time however yeah. with with you know, uh, yeah. Greg swinging the frog in the bell is yeah, yeah. So you actually the narrator happened. is literally letting us know. Yes, they had a happy ending, but just so you know, everything they went through also happened. Like mm. letting them know that the unknown actually did happen, and just bringing close. Because I mean, it's like yes, these guys. This is their closure. They lived happily ever after. Yeah. Let's see what it, like. This is what happened. This is the other closures that are happening. This mm. is like everyone else's happy ending because you know, kind of, and of course they had to tie in with the very first episode where mm. everything was like, oh, oh no, mm. and then at the very end it's like everything's getting resolved. Yeah, I, I will. I will never know if we looked it up at any point, but right. we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> but I really, I really, really enjoyed the series. I really, really love the tone. I love the storytelling method of all the episodic adventure, like. Of it. it was really, really fun, and I really loved the series. I am extremely happy that you enjoyed the series. Because, oh, yeah. like I said, I was... See, when I when I introduce someone to someone, this is something, I always worry because I like different things than, like, you or our buddy Ed. Yeah. Um, like, a lot of different things. Especially, like, Ed and I have a lot of things we don't like. Yeah. So, I kind of have this mentality that, you know, if I introduce someone to something else, mm-hmm. they're just going to freaking hate it. Yeah. So when I brought the when I brought it up to you the first time, saying we should do something like this for like Halloween is, or something like that, you you, you stories as story time little kids uh, or adults, um, he texted me about doing this two parter. Yeah. Immediately as I was going to text him saying, "Hey, why don't we do this two parter?" Yeah. It was beautifully timed, <laughs> and now hearing all of your thoughts, hearing all yeah. of like everything. I'm I'm excited now because I I got someone else into someone that I liked and it was really good and this is one of those series as you pointed out yeah. um going back to the beginning and pointing out all the different things yeah yeah so yeah because like now now you know after everything that happened in all the episodes mm-hmm. you watch that just that opening sequence yeah of the first episode and you're like oh. That's that's Beatrice and the dog who became the wolf, and you see the bird come out of the 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 bushes. Yeah, You're like, that that's the bird that she's going to hit. She's going to hit. Yeah, but yeah. also like yeah, going back to now we're gonna like throw this whole discussion all over again. Going back to the uh, the real world stuff with me presuming this also didn't maybe just had a bad, bad worse ending. Uh, the tombstone with Endercut on it. The um, Sarah being dressed as a skeleton woman or whatever the fuck yeah. she was, but then also the uh, the thing with Lorna. She turned into. She looked almost exactly like what Sarah was dressed as in the thing. So I'm saying, like, you think that the the I'm saying you think that things actually happened in the world, but also what about the weird all the clues? Like the people were dressed as things that he saw in the side of the unknown as well. Oh, so well, yeah. Yeah, and and you talked about like the axe swinger and stuff. Like yeah, that. you and mentioned the axe swinger. there on the, yeah. It's like, here's here's my here's my thought my theory on this. Yeah, is they when when they fell into the lake you know they were there for quite a while yeah. so either a they were like having like a kind of a dream sequence or something or yeah. they were probably in a mini coma let's be honest cuz they were there for quite some time well, I, um, I, i'm pretty sure however, it covered, yeah a little bit past but yeah however um 
all of the stuff that they that that they were associated in the real world melded into the dreamscape world where kind of like in like in um I, I i don't know how comas work i'm not a doctor but i've seen like a, a few <laughs> i was say yeah you could probably pull from like a thousand different media sources <laughs> well yeah because there, there's a movie that i enjoy called uh, imaginarum yes it's uh, yes it's also a a a, a, a a record or a CD that Nightwish has done, but it's also based off of a movie that Nightwish had done, where mm. someone goes through the entire movie is them in a coma. Yeah, yeah and there's yeah. a lot of things that reflect the real world and this dreamscape. Yeah, it's a classic trope and stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that that's my that's my thoughts on all of it. Is the reason why like you know it's like oh. This is what this is what they're going through in the unknown. Mm-hmm. We learn what how they got into the unknown, quote unquote, and we see all those things like the Endicott grave yeah. and stuff like that. So it's literally a me- like the dreamscape is yeah. literally trying to mesh what they've already known in their mind. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Oh, this my, is and, very bizarre. And, 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 it's uh, it's up to be argued. I guess is the point of this here is like, right. Yeah, yeah it, 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 there's a whole lot of theories. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there's also a theory I could go into, but we're running into yeah, we're pretty and, much exactly as the first episode. That's pretty good. True. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, we're we're running to the end of time. Oh yeah, yeah the yeah, end yeah. of the time. But wait, well, yeah, that's um, listen to podcasts where to hear the discussions between people about junk. Right. Yeah. And, honestly, but yeah, I, yeah. It, yeah. We're gonna we're probably gonna argue about this for a long time. We're also oh, we, yeah, we, we definitely other friends will. Who have seen the series. Yeah, I I loved it. It was oh, excellent. But also, also now that you've uh, now that you've seen all of this, yeah. Um, just like with Avatar: The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra. There are comics for Over the Garden Wall. A lot of things that did not get explained, like, uh, like the uh, like the horse at the tavern, um, and like how he was really okay with stealing when they, even though they didn't know much about him. Yeah. Um. Why? Uh. Why the woodsman's daughter was in the house the whole time, and like other things like that. Other little things. Yeah. There are comics that actually fill in those gaps, all and right, you well, can actually yeah. learn. Like how, like different origins of different things, and like how things happened and stuff like that. Okay, which I, I haven't been able that. to find. I haven't been able to find them like at a bookstore or anything like yeah. that. But if you do find them, really give like actually give them a read. They are fascinating. Yeah. Um, and to all of you out there, this series, honestly, yeah, you just heard two two guys literally nerd out, uh, nerd out about this amazing series. Oh yeah. If you haven't seen it, please. Go, do whatever you can, do what you must, find it, watch it, it's, especially in the autumn time, um, it doesn't have to be Halloween, I mean, yeah, there are some themes of Halloween, but it's just, it's perfect for the autumn time, just, it's a, it's really amazing, it's really deep, it's surprisingly deep, and it's, it's even, it's short, it's 10, 15, like, half episode long episodes so technically yeah. it's like five regular episodes i would say in the whole i think it's about what like two hours something like that it's it's a, a well, 11 times it's like 10. two yeah, well, so it's, it's, a, it's it's yeah, it's like 11 an hour and a half. an hour 50 yeah it, it, yeah it's, it's like uh yeah it's like two, two and a half hours because it's like five full episodes yeah, yeah yeah um but also um if you if you also want to be interested we didn't cover this episode because we wanted to cover 10 episodes not 11 mm-hmm. but Technically, all of this that we did was the f- final product. There was a pilot before all of this yeah. called the Tome of the Unknown that was like the like the creators giving this idea to Cartoon Network. The, the pilot that they gave them 
is an actual thing you can watch as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it just to get an idea of how this originally, like, how this idea originated kind of thing, you know, it's just a, an interesting little tidbit. Yeah, so. check that out. Yeah. I'm going to check out those comics as soon as I find them. I'll mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully post some kind out. of link if I can find something in the actual episode description, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, t- yeah. you take a look at those, um, all of you out there, um, give this a watch for the first time or rewatch it if you haven't. Like, maybe this sparked you guys. Go on Spotify because I know at this point they're they still have the Over the Garden Wall soundtrack oh, yeah. on it, like everything on there. Yeah, uh, like I just... said last episode, I'm definitely gonna pick that up myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Good luck finding it. The only physical copy I've seen of it is a vinyl. I'll find my ways. Oh, you probably. Oh, you probably will. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, we've been going on for quite some time. Um, before you ask, because I know you're gonna ask this. Of course. Um, no plugs at this point. Uh-huh. Um. But I have a secret project I'm going to be working on. I'm still hashing out details and stuff. Mm-hmm. But eventually, when I get everything hashed out and stuff, I will let you guys know. Or, because of how late this is going to be coming out, maybe I'll already have that. Hmm? Yeah. Well, no, this is going to come out, like, the next two weeks. Oh, okay. Well, then, no. Well, then I definitely... I, I, well, All right, the well, last two weeks of October is when this is going to air, and then we're going to return to our regular Cora. Yeah, and, our, and yeah our regularly scheduled program, because... I mean, we got a lot to cover on those as well. Oh, yeah. Um, however, uh, I know you, as always, have some plugs. Yep, my plugs are the Forgotten Minotaur King podcast. If you loved Over the Garden Wall, you'll definitely like that too because of the episodic adventurous nature of it. Yeah, seriously. like I, be, I I'm listening it uh, to it right now as well and definitely give it a listen to. Yep, and then also Matthew Lewis podcasts on YouTube, on Patreon, Matthew Lewis P on Twitter. Uh... Yeah, that's all what I've got going on. Um, Any last comments before we uh, cut sh- cut off? Big recommends. If you listen to this far, even if you didn't know anything and it possibly spoiled, watch it. It's worth it. The animation's great. It looks beautiful. The aesthetic, the music needs to be listened to. It's yeah, worth and, it. Yeah, and of course, there's a lot of big name. There's a, actually quite more big name like voice actors than I oh, thought yeah. would be in it. So, um, but yeah, happy Halloween, all of you. Be happy safe, Halloween. enjoy, and. Uh, Keep it sleazy. Keep it. Hey, how dare you? <laughs> this is bat theme. Uh, bat bat. What the heck was it? Uh, Spookless or whatever the heck I said earlier. <laughs> and the highwayman. Yeah, the highwayman. See you guys. Peace out.